0: When I visit the schools, uh, and I I visit with the little bitty ones, about this tall, uh, you know, I ask them, what are the two great commandments that Jesus uh, has asked us to live? And of course, all their hands go up. and, And one of them, of course, starts shouting out, to love God with your whole heart, and another one, with your whole soul, with your mind, with all your strength. And then another little one will say, to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, those little ones in that moment uh, really uh, share this gospel of St. Mark, but also what we heard in Deuteronomy, too, the first reading. And it's an echo, really, of discipleship and a call to each of us to really know Jesus in our lives, to to experience his love, and to share our love with him, and to serve him, and to witness to him. Couple of stories for you. Uh, uh, one of the teachers of our schools shared with me that they were debating whether to bring the four year olds to adoration of the blessed sacrament. That's when we have Jesus in the monstrance on the altar, and we have him exposed to the church for adoration. Because they weren't sure whether the kids would understand what was going on. Again, four-year-olds, super munchkies, all right? Little bitty pixies, all right? And they came into the chapel, and they all knelt down, just automatically. The teacher didn't ask them to do it. And then, after a few moments, One of the little guys started singing, Jesus loves me, yes I know, because the Bible tells me so. Wow! Four-year-olds! Four-year-olds, they get it, they get it. And in my experience, the little ones still have a pretty clear memory of God. Pretty clear memory of God, because they're closer to their birth than we are. Because our memory of God starts to get foggy as time goes on, and as life happens, as stuff happens. You know, the second story is, uh, is regarding uh, uh, a lady, uh, Jean, we'll call her, uh, and her brother, Tom. And Jean and Tom, uh had something that happened in their lives which was difficult and they they really really began to dislike each other this is brother and sister now and that continued actually so they were silent with each other for years until their father died and then at the funeral they began to talk and talk out what had happened And there was a healing that happened for them. Some years later, Jean said her brother Tom passed away in her arms. Now first, wow and wonderful that moment of discipleship for Jean to be with Tom at the moment of her death, of his death. But... She also said, I could kick myself because all those years we were silent with each other, we really didn't share faith, we didn't share hope, we didn't share the love of Jesus Christ together. It was only after my father's death that I began to love my brother, really love him, and be a sign of Christ to him. And literally to that point where I could hold him in my arms And present him to Jesus and say here he comes Lord but all those years we wasted because we really really were stubborn and hard-hearted again the invitation for us to be disciples of Jesus is to truly know him to love him to serve him and to witness him The third story I'll tell you is about uh, one of the members on my staff. And he was in high school, and he really was, he, he was going to a Catholic school, but he really wasn't a person of faith. And he didn't know what all this was about, the Mass and all this. It didn't make any sense to him at all, at all. But there was one particular teacher in the school who reached out to him and continued to accompany him and some of his other classmates such that the question of God began to happen in his life. In one particular day, this teacher invited him to Adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. And of course, he's thinking himself what the heck is that? I don't know what that is. I don't even know what that means. But because this teacher has asked me to go, I'll go. So he went. The teacher sat right next to him and was with him the whole time. And of course, he didn't know what to say or do. And so he whispered to the teacher, what do I do? What do I say? And the teacher just simply said to him, ask. Jesus for what you need. Ask Jesus for what you need. And so he did. He did. And that was the moment of the beginning of dawning of faith. Now, footnote, it would not have happened had that teacher not companioned him, not been Ananias for him. Ananias who walked with Saul, who became Saint Paul. And so eventually, this young man embraced the faith. And eventually, he received the faith fully and became a full-fledged Roman Catholic Christian who walks with others now because he knows what it looks like. By the way, that young man is Ray Lacy, our youth director for the whole diocese. And the teacher that was walking with him was eventually ordained a priest, and that's Father Mark Ropel, who's the pastor of St. Thomas in Hattiesburg right now. That's what companionship really looks like. That's discipleship. That's discipleship. That's who we're all called to be, everyone here. So part of the question for us We begin with our families. Wherever they may be, are we a sign of Christ's love to them? Wherever they may be. And whatever is going on. And that could be simply a moment in which we are praying for them. They may not even be talking to us right now. But we're praying for them. That's a sign of Christ's love. The second question, though, even more importantly, is who are we accompanying right now? in faith. Who are we walking with in faith right now? And who is it that the Lord has presented that's around us to be able to walk with? Now parents, obviously you got a moment instantly with your children. And if you have grandchildren, same thing. If you have great-grandchildren, same thing. And if you have great great-grandchildren, God bless you. God bless you. The invitation of the gospel is that we take to heart what Jesus said to us. Love God with our whole heart. That's where it starts. Love God with our whole soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. Everything we have is God's. To love our neighbor as ourselves. We do that. We companion those around us. We'll change the world. We'll change St. Mary's Parish. We'll change Goshen. We'll change the coast. Let's pray for that grace during this Eucharist.